um, well, it's been a very difficult day so far, and um, it's just been one of those weeks where uh, things have constantly not gone quite as planned and have perturbed me. Uh, and then it was all climax this morning, uh, and I'm in a reasonable state of turmoil, it has to be said. So, uh, welcome to episode 125 of Mr. Bird Ponds. Yeah, well, it has. It's just been one of those odd weeks where superficially it's been very quiet, but um, underneath the calm surface, there's been an awful lot of movement. Um, so I woke up this morning, and uh, that was all fine, and got up and I did my yoga, which was very difficult. Uh, she did dig. That was her adjective. Adrian's day eleven, I think. It started in downward dog and it went downward. Ha <laughs> ha. From there on, I, it was very stressful. And uh, she went into the one called Crow, and I thought, well, I haven't done Crow before. It's nice to learn a new yoga position. Um, I think we can safely say I can't do Crow. Uh, it involves people walking past. No, it's a woman on her phone. Um, um, I mean, I, you know, I'm on the first floor inside and I can still hear her, she's so loud. And uh, it involved starting in a sort of squatting position and then uh, she's got a car. What's she doing? And um, started in a squatting position and then you ended up tipping forward onto your hands and lifting your feet off the ground. Well, obviously that didn't happen, we can safely say. Uh, and then uh, it was quite stressful and then but she did end up with quite a long shavasana, and other sort of restful pose at the end which is a bit of a relief and also the reason i shouldn't be doing one of these days every, once every week uh, is because they're really short they're only about 20 minutes and i'm used to doing about an hour's yoga on monday morning when i was doing my classes i do miss my class and i do still oh, what's that person doing um well, i don't know who she was and um I'm still a bit cross actually then I've got to say thank you to my uh, and goodbye to my yoga teacher when I uh, they stopped zoom sessions and the woman in charge uh, didn't give me the chance to say a thank you to my teacher I've been with for quite a long time which I, I was still a bit annoyed about that to be honest I could I suppose go out to yoga but I've got so used to doing it at home now um, and I don't know whether I should find an online teacher anyway I've also been thinking about getting piano lessons but um, I've got to the stage now where I just feel I need someone to be pushing me on a bit, but um, it's sort of time and money, well, more money than time. Anyway, um, so where was I? Yeah, so we downward dogged and failed to crowd, and um, then I just looked out the window and it was just pouring down the rain. So um, I thought, well, it wasn't pouring down, but it was steady. And I thought I just got the thing is, um, it was fireworks night, one fine night on Saturday. Uh, and it was quite wet on Saturday night. And it also rained on Sunday. And they'd got loads and loads of uh, Ali Pali because it has big fireworks and some beer fests and all sorts of bits and bobs going on. Um, a lot of it was all buried off. And I thought, well, A, I don't know if they've unburied it all and B, the amount of people up there, it's, they've probably dug all the grass up and everything, so I don't know what it'd be like up there. And then my other alternative run is round 
the wood, which is going to be really muddy. And then my third one is around, is uh, as we all know, those of you who've listened for a long time, nine and a half times around the recreation ground. Uh, and uh, I sort of thought about doing that, but I was just, I'm going to be soaked. So uh, this is where the day I went wrong. I started uh, cleaning uh, and that's Tuesday morning. So Tuesday morning's just happened this morning and it's been quite difficult. Um, I cleaned, I decided to dust. Well, also someone else had gone off uh, and I thought didn't have a brolly. So I jumped in the car to go and pick them up, then got stuck in a load of traffic because everyone else had obviously had the same idea. Uh, and then uh, by the time I caught up with them, they were halfway home and had a brolly. So I just got very cross about that. And then um, uh, did some dusting uh, and then dusting turned it into sorting because I started dusting the bedroom, which has uh, got a lot of, I'm, I'm very good at piles of paper. Uh, I'm very good at putting a piece of paper down and then putting another piece of paper on top of it, then putting another piece of paper on top of that piece of paper uh, and then putting another piece of paper on top of that piece of paper until the piles of pieces of paper are quite high. Uh, and then eventually I will get around to sorting them out many years later when they're all covered in dust and discover all sorts of important things that I've been looking for. Uh, so I did that. I started um, dusting. I did the top of the wardrobe, uh, which I'm thinking back when I had my bit clean after the uh, lockdown failure to clean anything. Uh, that had been an absolute nightmare. I mean, that was horrendous. There was just inches of dust up there. So it wasn't great, but at least I'm keeping on top of things now. So that's all a good sign that I'm mentally in a better place. And then uh, then I started the chest of drawers, which have got piles of pieces of paper on them. Uh, and I sorted out a pile of pieces of paper. Uh, I've got to file some pieces of paper away, but basically that's done and tidied up a bit. And then I ran out of time. So then I thought, well, I'll go for a run this afternoon uh, and it's still raining. Well, it's not still raining, but it's just gloomy outside. Um, I just said everything was going to be wet. Um, I'm a bit cross actually because my boots, which I only bought, I think I bought them in 2020. Yeah, it was here we went off to Wales. It was the pair of walking boots I bought because I thought we were going to be climbing mountains. And then it turned out we were getting on a coach, having a drive, getting off the coach for a few minutes and then getting back on the coach again. Uh, I bought a pair of uh, walking boots especially for that. Uh, and they've already fallen apart. I don't actually use them an awful lot, but I do walk in them. And they've all, like, come apart uh, around the toe and I've glued them and... Uh, they've glued up, but they're still letting water in. And I'm, I'm a bit of a dilemma now. I'm supposed to wear steel... Well, I don't know whether I'm supposed to wear steel coat, uh, toe cap boots at work because I'm not actually working on stage. But they just are horrendous things and they just bruise and blister your toes. Uh, so I've been wearing my walking boots just because they look like toe cap boots, even though they're, they're not. And then my other shoes are all falling to pieces and I just... I, I'm in a dilemma now because shoes are so flipping expensive. And um, they last about two minutes, uh, so I don't really know what to do anymore. Uh, I've got my running trainers, which I wear a bit, but they're getting old because I run on them quite a lot, obviously. Uh, they're not, not today. And then I've got a pair of brogues, which are getting a bit... And I'm a bit upset, actually, because my boots and my leather boots and my leather brogues are from Oliver. No, they're not from Oliver Bonus. Uh, Oliver Sweeney. And they've gone online. They used to have a shop in Covent Garden. And I can't buy shoes online. That's my other problem. Who wants to buy shoes online? Oh, 
I don't. I'm sorry. I want to go into a shop and put a pair of shoes on and make sure they're comfortable. I'm not going to buy six pairs and just keep sending them back because they're not, they're not right. Um, and they've been trying to find a, a comfortable pair of trainers. And then I'm basically just getting to a state about the whole thing. I think, as you can probably tell, there's somebody walking past. So um, we've reached... Uh, oh, it's the neighbourhood. Very, very bright pink jumper. Um, I think we've... Uh, reach crisis point there in and, and what will happen is i'll end up buying absolutely nothing and all my shoes will completely fall to pieces i sometimes take my shoes to be mended but they always cost about over 100 quid to get mended and then i think well shall i just buy another pair of shoes or shall i just oh this is all getting a bit dull isn't it anyway so um that's where we are and then yesterday was a bit tumultuous because i well of course that yes that's what else happened today is i woke up and late yesterday morning and I missed half an hour of broadcasting house which I always listen to on a Sunday morning uh, so I had to re-listen to that this morning so that was all confusing because I was doing Tuesday's uh, uh, Tuesday's schedule on a Monday and listening to a Sunday program on a Monday and then on we went to the cinema on Friday therefore we had to have our normal Friday meal on Sunday so uh, it's just been a very confusing past few days, actually, which is why I'm getting into a tizzy about my shoes. Any advice on the shoes would be uh, greatly welcomed. So, um, I'm just looking at my diary, actually, and I've written in the margin of November, KT246ANA3. Absolutely no idea what that stands for what it means or why I've written it. It's obviously important, something I need to remember because I've written it in the uh, margin of my diary. I've got some lines at the back where I can just scroll stuff down. So it's obviously something I need to know for November. Uh, absolutely no idea what that is. So that's really useful. Uh, it's been a wet week. Um, oh, what did I do? Monday and Tuesday. Oh, I've got no recollection other than I watched Strictly. Uh, I've started up writing a bit more because one of the actors has been reading my play. Uh, so I've been trying to do a bit more writing, not getting very far with that, but at least I'm doing something. Because um, things have calmed down a bit uh, since uh, I did have a lot going on the past few weeks. Things have calmed down a bit. Uh, work's still a little bit tricky, but uh, hopefully that's going to be sorted out this week. Uh, I had a terrible, I had a terrible dream on when was it Saturday night that um it's a very long play and it's not a jolly play I think it's getting to me a little bit uh it's very long and I dreamt that they'd added another three scenes to the end it doesn't finish till half past ten they'd added another three scenes to the end of it long scenes and then they'd made me DSM so uh it wasn't someone said is that an anxiety dream or a desperation dream i think it's actually a desperation dream um madam had pooed on the bed uh and i'd washed the duvet put the clean duvet back on again and she probably pooed on that so uh i think the duvet for some odd reason I've only got one duvet cover. I don't know why. We now have two duvet covers because we managed to order one, which came this morning. I've still got to get it out of the box. Uh, but the duvet is heavy with the duvet cover on. And the heaviness of the duvet, I think, was weighing into my dreams uh, about the play uh, and extended into this three-scene uh, 
uh, extension of the play, uh, adding to me being the DSM as well, making the whole thing very difficult. So I woke up feeling absolutely exhausted because it just seemed to go on forever. It probably went on for about five minutes, but uh, it was one of those dreams that just seemed to take up the whole night. So, uh, yeah, so that's quite exciting. We've got a new duvet cover. It's sage green. No, it's not. It's blue. It's got a blue light stripe to it. Uh, but it's where I got the towels from uh, at the beginning of lockdown. A uh, little company that are very organically ethical. Uh, and it, so I'm hoping it's going to be very lovely. Don't know why Madam's pooing on the bed. Uh, I could be attention, but I suspect she's um, she's probably in some sort of pain every now and then. So um, we've put a big towel on the bed that we don't use. So hopefully that will sort that problem out. Um, I don't think anybody needs to know the details of that. Other than that, she's... Uh, where is she anyway? She's not in here. Uh, oh, and the poor thing. I've never seen Duffy unhappy, but oh my God. I mean, Duffy is a cat that you can literally drop a book on the floor next to her and she won't flinch. I've never seen such a an unflinching cat. Um, you can rattle things, you can bang things. Just doesn't phase her at all. But oh my goodness, did she hate the fireworks. She was so upset. She was going around meowing. She couldn't settle. She went under the bed. I've, I've never seen her miserable, but she was really, really miserable on Saturday and Sunday night. Uh, it was really difficult. I've never had, well, Tara was deaf, uh, but they didn't bother her before. I think they've just got so loud now. And also there's funny noises and not just bangs. There's all sorts of weird noises. And they do sound like they're in the room that you're in. There's some that were so close. So poor thing, um, which seems all right anyway at the moment. Um, what else happened last week? Uh, oh, yes, I had my haircut. That was all very exciting. It wasn't exciting at all, actually. It was just a haircut. And um, I was quite annoyed, actually. Well, actually, I was livid because I had my haircut and I went into work. I think about two people of the 6,000 people I worked with noticed and commented on it. Um, and Pete uh, said... There's lots of Pete's I work with, but Pete, one of the Pete's said it had taken hours off me. So I thought it was a really lovely thing to say. So I went home feeling very youthful. Uh, and I'll always stand by one of the small doors at the end of the carriage on the tube just to, because uh, I can prop my bum on the sort of ledge thing they've got there on the Northern Line carriages. And um, I quite like standing by the doors because it just lets a bit more air circulate. circulate. And... Um, I was standing there feeling quite invigorous, invigorous, invig invigorated. Don't know why I was feeling invigorated. It was obviously the haircut. And uh, this woman, she probably was in her early 20s. She was with her boyfriend. They were sitting together halfway down the carriage. Uh, a couple of stops in, she stood up. It was full. There were no seats, but there was no one else standing except me. She stood up and sort of gestured to her seat, looking at me. <sighs> The, I mean, I was just I was absolutely livid. <laughs> and of course, I just had to smile and say, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't look that old, do I? <laughs> it's not like I crawled on with a Zimmer frame. Um, yeah, well, we don't need to talk about Zimmer frames, obviously. But um, thank you, Darren. But um, I was really, really irritated. And it was a nice gesture, but honestly, so it's just like it just put it put me in a really bad mood. That's all I'm saying. I'm still, I'm still, as you can tell, I'm still annoyed, <laughs> even now. 
So and this was the fact was she was sitting with a boyfriend. So I'd have ended up, I don't know where she'd have stood, but I'd have ended up sitting next to her boyfriend. Well, I started to chat with him about the weather. Weather's been awful, actually. It's been raining a lot. Uh, so, yes, I'm a bit, I don't really like all this rain because of all our water problems at the moment. But um, we'll see how that goes. And then, um, yeah, so that really cheered me up. But then what did cheer me up? Oh, and then another thing that, this is another thing that perturbed me. I've been perturbed this week uh, is they've completely revamped and redesigned Uolingo. And it's really annoying now. Uh, and I know people are adverse to change and I am often adverse to change. But they've changed it in such a weird way. They've taken away all the, le- you were basically have a, a sort of tree, a two-branched tree of lessons that you progress through a bit like hopscotch squares see there's a certain amount of choice about what lesson you can do next depending on how many you've completed and they've always had the lessons named well they've taken all the names away from the lessons which is just really i mean really annoying because you don't know you know if you want to go back and practice something or look at a note on something you can't you don't know what lessons they were so that they've got rid of the the choices so it's now all on like stepping stones um so you just have to go with the next lesson there's no choice of going anywhere else and they've taken well it says it says they've got grammar tips and key phrases i haven't seen any grammar tips they used to have full grammar notes on each lesson well not full but fairly comprehensive notes uh, and they've taken them all away and not, now all they've got is some key phrases which teach you nothing other than what the key phrases some of the key phrases they're going to come up in the lesson i'm really cross about it. i'm trying not to be cross about it because i can't do anything about it they're not going to change it back um but it's really frustrating and i just feel my ability to learn with it has been undermined um i yeah i'm cross but i'm going to keep going with it um and it actually worked really well as it was with my friend who's teaching me, and it's not going to work as well for that. But I'll have to buy myself a grammar book, uh, and that's that. That's all we can do about it. And then on Saturday, uh, I went to the club I was talking about and had a fine time. The club is absolutely gorgeous. It's really small and cosy, and um, we had a very nice pot of tea, last of the big spenders and we shared a bread pudding which is i'm not a big fan of bread pudding it's absolutely delicious so we had a really nice cozy hour in there so i'm very excited about the club and i think i'll when my free membership runs out i'll definitely join uh because it'll be just so nice to have somewhere to quiet i mean i presume it gets busy at some point somewhere quiet to go in london again uh i'm very very happy about that that's cheered me up immensely and then um Oh, I don't know. It's just rained a lot, hasn't it? It's just been one of those weeks. And then, um, what else? Uh, television. Oh, yeah, Friday we went to the cinema and saw Decision to Leave, which was another perturbing uh, experience because everything about it, I should have liked it. And it got five-star reviews and everything else. And I just didn't get it. I didn't know. I did get it. I did get a bit confused by the plot. Uh, I think that was deliberate on the director's part. But... Um, it just didn't work for me and it's partly because i didn't find there was any chemistry between the two leads although other reviewers have said the chemistry between the leads is absolutely phenomenal um it's a sort of i don't know it's a sort of thriller 
uh, it's sort of a well it is it's a sort of play on a 1940s femme fatale type thriller uh, it switches backwards and forwards and roller coasters all over the place um, the camera work and the editing are extraordinary uh, and it's long and I didn't get bored for one moment but I just didn't enjoy it uh, as much as I felt I ought to have done because it just ticks so many boxes for the type of film I like so I wouldn't say I would definitely recommend it I don't know maybe I was just tired and not in the mood I think it would have been I really wouldn't have liked it I don't think on the television I'm really glad I went to see it on the screen big screen because it's uh, it's it is beautiful on the big screen um, I was trying to work out what the noise was and I've just realised that it, my rocking chair is uh, rubbing against the wall Um and then set, got through the second episode of The Extraordinary Attorney Wu. Uh, only managed to cry at the end. And it's really lovely. It was a lot more lighthearted than the first episode. But again, centres around a legal uh, thing that she gets involved with. Uh, I'm saying it was, it was more lighthearted, but it was still serious. Uh, and talking of which, I'm two-thirds of my way through William Boyd's trio, which again is... I was saying, actually, that um, it's just one of those books I can... It's so warm and comfortable, I can lose myself in it in times of stress. But And that sort of is a bit... I felt that doesn't do it justice, because it so, it's so well written. And I realise... He's such a brilliant storyteller. And I realised, actually, it's a light-feeling tale. And then I was thinking about it, and it's so desperately sad but it doesn't feel sad when you're reading it and I think it gets banded about a lot the word Jacobian but um no no just seen somewhere I don't particularly want to see um but it really is Jacobian because the 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 pain and the tragedy are all and he's got in fact he's got a Chekhov quote at the beginning about how we live two lives our, our public life and our private lives um the pain is held beneath the surface of all three characters. I I love William Boyd's b- books so much, um, and I sort of never want them to end. And I still got quite a few to read actually because he's written sixteen. I think I've only read about four or five, um, but I absolutely love them. I think he's just an absolute master storyteller, uh, and his characters are so real. Um, and his plots, it's just everything. I love them. Anyway, if you want a fantastic read, go and buy William Boyd. Um, I re- The ones I've read are this one, Waiting for Sunrise, Love is Blind. Um, oh, I don't, can't remember the others. Uh, but yeah, I can highly recommend them. I haven't read his earlier stuff, and I haven't read Any Human Heart, which is the one he's really famous for. But um, yeah. And... Uh, I think that's all. I'm still... Oh, and I finished How to Argue with a Racist by Adam Rutherford, which is a short book, not the easiest of reads because he is a scientist and he doesn't want to talk down, but he does summarise things very well and he recaps very well. And uh, if you want to understand race and racism and science and history, and I think we all need to understand these things, I give it 10 out of 10 and would absolutely say it's a must read. Uh, How to Argue with a Racist by Adam Rutherford. Uh, I think I'm going to sign off there. I'm just looking at the weather outside and it's just not getting any better. I'm cold as well, actually. I've sacrificed a lot today because I'm sitting in the window without the heating on and I'm wearing a 
um, uh, dressing gown. Not looking like Noel Coward. Thank you for listening.